Well, happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to another podcast, Inside Polling. I know uh, we've done quite a few of these recently, but I did want to get on board here. Uh, Last time I was with you was Friday night. It's Sunday. I wanted to get you updated for the weekend. And then, um, you know, we'll basically have uh, those two weeks of polls. Remember, the polls will probably... Stop the Monday, obviously, before Election Day. So we're really only talking two weeks from tomorrow. Um, on Friday, when I was with you, uh, we had a few polls come out. I don't have a lot of them over the weekend, but I did want to take a look at the electoral map. Also look at the previous states and look at the percentages of how, uh, you know, on some of the tight ones, how much Hillary won by. And then also how much Trump won by. And we'll take a look at where we are today in the polls versus that. And uh, it's pretty interesting uh, as I dug uh, deeper into it. Let me catch up on the polls first before we get to the map. And obviously the 270 electoral votes to win or 269 to tie. Uh, We had no approvals ratings. And we had a few, let's see, we had uh, one head-to-head. I'm sorry, actually two head-to-heads. We had Investors Business Daily, which is kind of interesting because they have switched to a daily poll, which is nice. I mean, you can kind of see the trends, uh, you know, from poll to poll, which is great. And to see if there's any, they have a seven... uh, um, so they just do a daily poll. It's a couple days old, but um, they're basically giving you a couple days uh, back uh, information. So let me get to that. That's now a five-point race, 45 for Trump, 50 for Biden. That had been uh, – the number had been 9, 8, 7, went to 5, came back to 7, has now dropped to 5. And for the first time, Biden is kind of underneath 50. It's and I give, I round up the numbers always, uh, but it's 50 uh, for Biden, 45 for Trump, and it's approximately you know a little bit lower than that. But down to five points there. Thought that was interesting. Continues that little bit of trend that we saw last time, two days ago that that I mentioned that uh you know not only had the race kind of solidified, uh, but now a few upticks for Trump. Still a few uptucks for Biden, by the way. Don't, let's let's not uh, you know forget about that. And I'm not saying this is a big swing. These are just the little baby steps that we see, of course. And don't forget, it's tough to move the overall averages. If you're just staring at the averages on, on my site or other sites, it's going to be tough to move those right now. Um, but I like to get you the small increments so you can see it a little bit ahead of time what's happening out there. So Investors Business Daily, uh, a two-point swing uh for Trump there. USC also came out with uh, their daily poll. They're seven days a week. Um, that's now, let's see, that had got grown up to 14.15. That's now nine points using the seven-day average. So a little slight swing to Trump there too. Uh, still, I mean, we're still talking nine points. <laughs> I mean, a nine-point win is, you know, is, is massive. And, and is that happening? I mean, it would be a blowout if we get to nine points. But 
Anyway, what's most important is to watch that trend trend slightly towards Trump's way on those two daily polls. That's that's what I have for you. I did have um, a CBS poll uh, had come out with Arizona and Wisconsin. Uh, Arizona, Biden still holding a three-point lead there on that CBS poll. That is that it came out today. Uh, Trump at 47, Biden at 50. 47 to 50. A couple percentage unknown there. And, of course, that did not include the third-party candidates because you won't be seeing numbers uh, on election night at 50 uh, or tight races. They're not going to add up to 100 because you're going to have a couple uh, third-party candidates in there. And, of course, you know, remember, you know, the third-party candidates ate up a lot of percentage last time in 16. So don't be surprised if the third-party candidates, again, eat up some, if people end up not liking either candidate, which, as you know, happens as we get closer. People are, you know, after, after you see their faces over and over again, everyone turns the other way and says, who else can I vote for, by the way? So um, 47-50, Biden three-point lead there. It was a three-point lead last time they did this poll, about a month ago. So no change in Arizona for CBS. A CBS poll in Wisconsin has Trump at 46, Biden at 51. What's that, a five-point swing? It was six for Biden. Not much movement. But again, as we talked about last podcast, even a 1% move at this moment, I mean, we're literally talking like 15 days left of campaigning. 15 days of campaigning left. So when you think about a one-point swing, if it's a one-point swing every three days, well, that could add up. So let's keep watching that. Um, Harris X, when I left you on Friday night, they actually came out again and, and popped up and released uh, a couple polls. They did Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Florida. In Pennsylvania, they had uh, Trump at 46, Biden at 51. That's a five-point lead in Pennsylvania. Um, they had not done these three states before. So if we look at Pennsylvania, five-point lead for Biden, uh, 51-46. Michigan, uh, here's, a, here's a great poll for Biden, 11-point lead in Michigan for Biden, 43 for Trump, 54 for Biden. Michigan is going to be brutally difficult uh, for Trump to try to win back again. It's the... If we believe the polling in any fashion, that doesn't mean that they're right. Are they off by two points, three points, five points? Whatever it is, Michigan is the highest number that Biden has. Believe it or not, the actual number, but it is the highest number since we got started in this polling uh, of Trump versus Biden. I think Trump uh, has had a hard time in Michigan uh, gaining, gaining any kind of traction there. Florida? We're see, we see a 48-48 tie. Okay, so I think we're seeing Florida tighten up for, what, the second or third time? But Florida now uh, tightening up. It's going to be, a, you know, right down to the wire. I'd be shocked um, if, you know, Trump didn't win Florida. But, hey, Biden wants to take out Trump right out of the gate. Uh, 8, 8 o'clock on the East Coast side. Hey, win Florida. It's over. It's over. Uh, so those are the polls that I had for you. They're going to get you updated. Uh, let's. I want to just take you through 
the map for a quick second. And before I do that, let's run through the 2016 wins. Because I want to just show a little, I'll pull up my inside polling averages here by state. Um, so let's, let's, let's start with Arizona. Arizona, I have it as a four-point lead for Biden. Okay, so what was Arizona in 16? Arizona was a 3.5% win for Trump. Okay, so if you believe it's four, you believe it's three, I mean, that's a six-point swing in the polls if today was the election. It's not, of course. Are things going to tighten? Of course. It's just what it happens always. But let's just see if we can find a trend there. So we, had a, we have on two-week average out of Arizona, Biden has a four-point lead. Trump won it by three and a half. So let's call that a seven, seven and a half point swing. Okay? Seven and a half point difference in election night 2016 in the polls today in Arizona. All right, let's go to Georgia. Let me just pop on Georgia on inside polling. So I have right now Biden leading by one. Trump basically won it by three and three quarters. You want to call it four, we can call it four. Okay, so there's a five-point swing difference in Georgia with the voters since 16, if you believe the polls, five points. Okay, so we got a seven and a half in Arizona and a five-point swing in Georgia. Let's take Florida. Trump won by 1.2%. So let's just call it one. To make, we'll make this simple. He's down by three. That's a four-point swing, 4.2 to be exact, swing difference in the polls. So we got a four. We got a seven and a half. We got, a, we got a, an, another four. Um, let's go to Michigan. Michigan, Trump had a narrow win, 0.25%. 0.25%. What's he in the polls right now on the last two weeks of all the Michigan polls? Biden plus seven. So we're looking at a 7.25% swing in Michigan difference. So we got fours. We got we, we got another seven. We got another seven. Pennsylvania. He won that by Trump won it by 0.75%. What are we at? Seven. Biden plus seven. So what are we looking at? A 7.75% swing. Another seven-point difference in the polls. I mean, think about that. Is it, is it true? Or are we off by four, five, six, seven points? I mean, Trump has to, to for Trump to win, these polls can't be off by one or two or three percent. It has to be four, five, six, seven. And basically seven, if you start to think about this magical number of seven. Let's go to um, North Carolina. North Carolina, I have Biden plus three. What did Trump win it by? Three and a half. That's six and a half percent, guys. Are you seeing a trend? So is this going to be a blowout? Or are the polls off dramatically? Or are they off by a little bit? So when, when, when you listen to who, whoever you like to listen to, 
from CBS to NBC to Fox to CNN to MSNBC or wherever you, wherever you like to get your information from. They're pulling out a certain poll. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Look at how it's almost, you know, five, six, seven points almost on every single poll. I mean, Trump won Ohio by a big, big number, big, big number. What was it, eight or nine? He's only up by one in the polls. What's that? Eight-point difference, nine-point difference in the polls? Let's take New Hampshire. Do you know that Hillary only won by 0.35% in New Hampshire? I've got Biden up by 11. Now, there's not a lot, not a lot of polling in New Hampshire, so let's say that's seven or eight. But again, there we are. That's 11-point difference in New Hampshire. Do you think the voters have changed by 11% in New Hampshire? Let's take Nevada. If anybody had to guess quickly how much Hillary won by in Nevada, you say what, 3 4%? No. It was only 1.5% in Nevada. What's the number right now in Nevada? Biden up by 4. There's a 5.5-point swing. So I just wanted to take you through how tight it was but where the polls are today, I mean, it's dramatically different. So that's an interesting scenario when we think about, and remember, when we talk about the polls being off by 6%, 7%, or higher or lower, Biden's trying to steal Trump voters, and Trump's trying to steal Biden voters off these polling numbers. So if it's 50 to 48 Biden's leading by two. Trump wins 1% of, of Biden's winner. It's 49-49 tie. So remember, it swings two points every time there's a one-point steal because you're taking from one and adding to you. So interesting data. When you look at how consistently the polls right now are off from 16's results, you're looking basically, if you had probably averaged out, a six, seven-point change so what changed? Is this just going to be a Biden walkthrough? Absolutely, if you believe these polls as of today. So um, we got a little Trump uptick. I gave you the numbers of how narrow it was, and I'll just read you those, those down again in 16 so you have it in your pocket. Trump won Arizona by three and a half. Georgia by three and three quarters. Michigan by 0.25. Pennsylvania by 0.75. By Wisconsin, 0.75. And by the way, we didn't even do Wisconsin, did we? Let me check this real quick. So Wisconsin, Trump won it by 0.75% of 1%, basically three quarters of 1%. Uh, I have Biden up by seven right now. So there you go again. 7.75%, the polls are off right now, different from 2016. Again, another 7. So basically, the polls are off by 6-7% everywhere, everywhere, consistently. If, we, if I gave you Iowa right now, I'm sure it would be that, that number. Uh, we could probably even take Alabama right now. I mean, you know, Trump probably won Alabama by 20 points. I guarantee right now it's not even close to that. So let's get to um, – let me just walk you through some of these – this electoral map just for the heck of it while we got a few more minutes. Um, remember, you need 270 to win electoral votes by state, of course, not by popular vote. Um, and so let me take you through a few different 
scenarios, and I, we, we've done this before. Um, now, of course, if Trump loses Florida, he loses. If he loses North Carolina, he basically loses. Um, but let's put, because without it, there's no race. But let's give Trump Florida. Let's let's give Trump North Carolina. And let's give Trump Arizona. Okay, let's flip Wisconsin back to Biden. Let's flip Michigan back to Biden. Let's flip Pennsylvania back to Biden. Because if we believe the polls, Biden's seven-point lead in Wisconsin, Biden's seven-point lead in Michigan, Biden's seven-point in Pennsylvania. Now, Arizona's tightening. We're down to three points. So let's say Biden, Trump somehow makes up the three points in Florida, makes up the three points in Arizona, makes up the three points in North Carolina, wins all three. And he's down by three in all those critical that he, that he needs just to be in the game. But let's say he does. So we give Trump, Florida, North Carolina, Arizona. We give Biden, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. The blue wall's back. That gives Biden 278. Okay? It gives Trump 260 which means he needs 269 to tie or 270 to win, basically. So with that, this is why you're, he needs 10 points. Nevada doesn't get him 10 points. New, New Hampshire doesn't get him 10 points. Now, Nevada and New Hampshire together gets him 10 points. So if Trump ever won Nevada and New Hampshire to flip those back, which he couldn't do last time, he would then win. Well, it's, those, are, those may be improbable. So that's why you're still seeing Minnesota still being in play. So without PA, without Pennsylvania, Trump needs to win Mini or Michigan or Wisconsin or maybe a Nevada, New Hampshire together. So when you take Pennsylvania out of the picture for Trump, it becomes brutally difficult, brutally difficult for Trump. But now you see why we call it the blue wall. So when you look at the mini Michigan, uh, even though Hillary won Minnesota, I, th I think it's in play. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, or PA has to go has to go Trump's way. And that's with putting Arizona in this pocket already. So Trump needs to win one of those four. Okay, so that's that scenario. Let's look at if we take Arizona away from Trump. As you know, Arizona is transitioning, uh, becoming purple, and possibly maybe even becoming bluish. Uh they're probably going to win another Senate seat out there, which means both Senate seats will be Dem. And you have a transition with people moving out of California, moving into Arizona, a demographic change, and the state becoming more blue, similar to North Carolina, similar to Georgia. Same thing happened in Arizona. Same thing happening in Texas. Texas is being flooded with people from California. So... We take Arizona out for Trump, and let's give Trump Florida. 
let's give Trump North Carolina and let's take Arizona out. So this is where Trump needs Pennsylvania. He loses Arizona. He can still win with Florida, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. To me, that's one of the easiest ways to, to win. Um, I still think that's the inside straight he's looking for. Now, the other alternative is if you don't win Pennsylvania, then you have to win two, two of the Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigans. So this is why Arizona's critical. He has to win Arizona. I mean, it gets really tough without Arizona. And you can really see why I've been talking about Pennsylvania. And the Dems know this. The Dems know this. I mean, listen, this is, in quotes, Biden's hometown, Pennsylvania. I mean, he loses Pennsylvania. He probably, lo- he probably deserves to lose the race. You've got 800,000 more Dems there. It's what Biden's always called his, his, his hometown. And... You know, this is, uh, he has to win Pennsylvania. Both both parties need to win Pennsylvania. So I just want to take you through those couple scenarios and how important, um, you know, Penn is to both sides. And, of course, the scenarios that Trump needs, I mean, the states that he needs to win. Trump needs Florida, or it's an automatic loss. Needs North Carolina, or probably an automatic loss. Needs Arizona, not an automatic loss, but a probable loss. And truly needs to win one out of the four states. Mini, Wisconsin, Michigan, or Pennsylvania. Now, so we'll continue to look at these scenarios, and let's watch where the candidates go. Trump right now is crisscrossing the state, getting massive crowds everywhere, uh, rallying his group up. We know Biden's taking a different tact with that. So let me just take you through our updated numbers here on inside polling. We have Trump's approval rating holding at 44, disapproval at 54. That's now a minus 10. In the national election, we have Trump sitting at 42, Biden at 51, nine-point lead. Now, you say inside polling, how, how, how could this get any tighter? Well, remember, just remember a word of caution. The numbers, Biden had an incredible uh, polling week, you know, seven to 10 to 12 days ago. All that data is in my data right now, 14-day average. It's going to take a lot to have all that data leave, have new polls come in to really change us a lot. We probably will see a big change in the last couple of days when all this very, you know, not pro-Biden, but Biden plus numbers drop out and, and some new polls come out. But for, right now, nine-point lead for Biden. We walked through a lot of the, the states. I'll just run them through you one more time since it's Sunday right now. Michigan. Biden 7, Maine 2, Biden 3, Wisconsin, Biden plus 7, Nevada, Biden plus 4, Iowa, Trump plus 1, Mini, Biden plus 8, 
New Hampshire, Biden plus 11. North Carolina, Biden plus 3. Ohio, Trump plus 1. Pennsylvania, Biden plus 7. Texas, Trump plus 2. Georgia, Biden plus 1. Florida, Biden plus 3. Arizona, Biden plus 4. That gets you updated up to date Sunday. I really appreciate you guys uh, jumping on board. And uh, you know two weeks to go. I'll be with you more and more and often over this next 14, 15 days. Okay, everybody, have a great weekend. Take care.